0: No, oh,
1: was, mine was good there.
2: Are you good right now?
1: Yeah, it's getting better.
2: Can you hear Kennedy? Kennedy, say something. Make sure we got you in the string.
3: This is a test of the microphone. That's a good voice. Is that good? Yeah. No, I think that's good.
1: good. Yeah. Outside's clear.
2: All right. Clear. All right, so we go to FNBS hateful j special k back again with our friend and homie and like i'm like black siskel to his ebert we talk a lot of like film and movies my homie kennedy phillips sound designer what are you kennedy because i remember the first show i announced you something totally different and i still laugh about that to this day so
3: well if you want if you want to save yourself some time, I'm, I'm. You could just call me a storyteller and be done with it. No, That's I'm 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 a, I'm a sound designer, editor, uh, creator of Magus Elgar audio drama, as fire. well as the sound designer for Has Been Hotel and Hell of a Boss.
2: Super fucking fire, both of those.
3: Cool
1: stuff, cool stuff. Um, live, laugh,
2: love roll light, smoke it. We are live again on Twitch for the second time. Um, if you guys are watching, thank you. If you ain't watching, then you can't hear me say fuck you and kiss my ass. I'm just joking. Um, we got a lot of rabble today, guys. Big entertainment episode. That's what we do. Um, today is mainly on the weird side of films. The a weird side of films. The, the remake epidemic and a whole bunch of rabble. Okay. But um, how's everybody doing? How you been, special K? How, how's life?
1: I've been good. I've been great. I've been working a lot. I have uh, I feel like time just flies by and I just can never catch up.
2: You look like sleepy dwarf right now. I don't want to. Ta- I don't want to talk to you. It's just look at
3: you
1: I'm a little uh, up in the clouds as well I'm feeling good feeling great as you should be you didn't make those
3: clouds did you Uh, (laughs) You (laughs) yes (laughs) I make them and I just stay with them
2: Kennedy how you doing brother how's life
3: Man, it has been incredibly busy since I last spoke to you guys. Um, mm-hmm. I went to Miami to try and uh, showcase Magus Elgar to all of the animation studios out there, and I ran into some really incredible people. Uh, I got yeah. to meet Trevor Price, mm-hmm. uh, who is the uh, former linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens and two-time Super Bowl winner, who is also the creator of Kulapari and the Army of Frogs on Netflix. Fire. See, so uh, I didn't he was, know anything about any of this. <laughs> That's he sent me the pick. He pic. was nuts to meet with. But, he sent me the um, pick.
2: I know the player, but I still haven't watched that that show, and I need to check that out. But go ahead. You I'm know, so it's all right. Cool. He's
3: got he's got like a lot of uh, spinoffs planned, and he's had so many ideas for uh, the setting because uh, you have a lot of uh, capability and 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 potential to have it just take place in Australia or in uh the amazon or whatever force that you want and you could still have like different stories going on with it yeah. so like I, I have a lot of respect for Pretty that cool. with a, cool. a setting that is compatible with just going in whatever direction of story you want yeah that's fire um that's diversity but right yeah go, go, going to that convention in miami was extremely intimidating because yeah. uh i was running into people from nickelodeon from cartoon network from the disney channel from God, yeah, uh, that's dreamworks that's from cool. bbc and Dude, I amazing. was just by myself uh trying to uh get into meetings. <laughs> right, right, right. That's amazing. Me, did um, you go
1: alone? Did you go with like other people?
3: Yeah, I, I, I managed to, uh, to I, I managed to get a meeting uh with uh, they had these things called uh speed pitches. Uh we you sit so. down with a member of a the industry and and have and have like eight minutes to talk about your show and what you want to do. And I almost didn't get one. I got there at nine o'clock in the morning, an hour before they even started, and I was still last in line. I could imagine there had to be so many people. Yeah. Oh, uh uh I, I yeah, did. Bro, I managed you, to you get like wearing a single that, You're interview. still
2: wearing that intimidation
3: right now. You're starting to sweat a little bit. <laughs> eh, no, I is. assure you, that's just the blinding daylight lamps I have over on this side. Nice. <laughs> we got. Yeah. We got one
2: of those too. It's terrible.
3: Um, no. Aside from that, I have been buried in an avalanche of projects, which has been absolutely delightful and also considerably stressful. Yeah. a lot of reasons, Um, but uh, I'm I'm working on uh, Mayhem, I'm working on Satina, I'm working on Hell of a Boss, I'm working on uh, a sound, I'm working on sound designing an audio drama called uh, The Sojourn, which is a sci-fi audio drama by Space Doc, who has a very very informative YouTube uh, if you're a fan of Star Trek and all the science fiction things ever because he gets into the nitty-gritty of things like uh, how does warp drive work? Why the giant planet cracker weapon from Star Wars The Force Awakens is stupid.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like breaking this shit down. All right, so you brought up all that and I want to ask, I have a question before we even get into everything else in the show. What was more fun for you, bro, between... Has been a Hotel, and a Hell of a Boss. And if y'all don't know what these things are, Kennedy, give them the links. Let them know what it is, because if you like any type of adult animation, even in the least, the shit is fire.
3: Like, the yeah, humor uh, is
2: fire. Like And fucking knowing you now, and watching, <clears throat> excuse me, anything animation, I'm literally listening to the, the, more so the background sound effects of everything, and how it matches up facilities. more than the voice.
3: Oh, and yeah, we, I mean... uh we, I actually just posted a video on Twitter uh, teaching people a little bit about the work that went into Has Been Hotel. Uh, I actually posted it without the music or dialogue to show people just how much we had put into it. Bro, it was a I, lot. I would honestly say while Hell of a Boss was significantly less stressful um, due to the fact that uh, I had a lot more time and it was a bit shorter and we, we had everything like kind of all the stuff that we had learned from Hasbin Hotel had been uh brought to Hell of a boss. Yeah. Um Hasbin Hotel was without a doubt my favorite mostly due to the fact that I got to build all the sound effects. Uh, well, everything like, in that movie everything in that pilot every 30
2: bullied. seconds there was a background noise. Like
3: every 30 uh, every 30 seconds, seconds man you weren't paying attention. Than, yeah. There's bro. never a point where there isn't sound. That, that's what, I, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying.
2: Bro. It might have been more frequent, but like literally there was a crack, a creak, a, a, a smash, bit. a scream, a break. Like it was so much Make sound. Story like, real. I was, I was it, hearing, it was it oh, was certainly my.
3: chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> I I will I will admit a lot of people did complain that I had gotten a little too close to the sun in certain areas. But uh, see, but which... it
2: kind of fits. It kind of fits all the characters. Like everything about the whole idea of the show is chaotic.
3: Yeah, but an important part of it is is learning uh, finesse and nuance trying to figure out a good equilibrium so that you don't that overwhelm your audience. Yeah, yeah. and I, I was learning I, I a little it. bit yeah, with yeah, that I have a balance for everything.
2: yeah, I enjoyed it and I think I enjoyed it from like a just trying to hear it perspective. You know what I mean like trying to hear your work I think that's why I enjoyed it. Like I don't think I was able to watch it just from a pure entertainment perspective even though I did like I was entertained. But I was definitely listening, you know what I mean. Like, tuned so in. To, yeah, keep, yeah. to keep hearing what I was listening for was, for me, was was fun. You know what I mean?
1: No, you're just tuned in, listening.
2: Yeah, but I gotta say, out of out of the two, did you end up watching? Did you ever get to watch? Those I didn't covers? watch. I
1: didn't really get to hear the names. I didn't. I never got sent the names or anything. We tried well, looking it up. Me and my girlfriend looked the name up and everything.
2: Why oh, didn't just, just ask me? You talk, could just asked me.
3: To get to ask me. Well, yeah, you can ask anybody. Special well, case. let me let me let Excuse me tell you, me. you a little bit about this man. So, uh, Hasbin be Hotel good. is yeah, fire, a though. completely <laughs> independent animated uh, pilot made by uh, Vivian Madrano or Vivzy Pop on YouTube. Vivzy Pop. Uh, we YouTube? had over seventy-five animators uh, for this adult animation about a Disney princess trying to rehabilitate sinners in hell.
2: Wow! And it's yeah. a musical. Yeah, it's fire. It's fire. Really?
3: Uh, and Hell of a no. Boss is its that's companion piece. Uh, about a bunch of imps running a uh, running a business where they they kill uh, targets on the surface world for uh, denizens of hell who got screwed over in life. Yeah, uh, and that one's starring uh, Brandon Rogers and Richard Horvitz or I Invader Zim. If like, you're not familiar like with like them. Comedy,
2: bro. They're they're comedy, but they're dark. It's You'll love them, bro. Like, I know what you fuck with, bro. Like, you'll love them. Like, you'll love (laughs) them. Like, they're, it's from beginning to end. It's just pure entertainment. All the characters are super outrageous. Like, it's fun shit, bro. Like, it's fun shit. And we're stoners. So, it's like times ten for us. Trust me.
1: No, I'm not going to give it a listen. Roll you a fat one
2: and just, that's what I did. I rolled two. So, you know. You know no, I'm well,
1: I'm, a, I'm a fan of book on tape. So but I'm yeah, cool we, don't, we
2: don't we do get back to it, man. But I want to. You said you're a fan of book on tape.
1: I used to, yeah. When I used to work at certain places, I would love that, like the idea of listening to yeah. of people listen to, like their favorite bands. I'd be like, yeah, I'm just gonna listen to a book.
2: That's pretty much what we are, in essence. <laughs> just a, a whole, no the way it is. Yeah. Kind we're of we're we're a fucking is. book on tape on video. Um, I want to get into the BS portion of the show, guys. You know, my little tidbits of information. Tidbit. If you are a first oh, time was... watching the BS portion of the shows where we just talk about eating and everything. Kennedy, you got some random news, some random shit that's going to happen that's just outrageous. This is where you drop it, okay? Special K, okay, if you got something, you know what to do. Why am I telling you? Yeah, no, I'm just listening
1: um, now for now.
2: There was a woman in California, guys, that uh, watered a fake plant for two years. Okay? <laughs> good.
1: I don't want to hear her talk
2: about it. And um, I, don't, I don't really get this. But my question to you guys, I have a question for everything is uh how is this possible besides you know the obvious you know schizophrenia dementia those things how does one water a fake plant for two years and not notice it a not growing um just that's pretty much it that's
1: maybe they have no understanding of plants I mean, that, that's in, they
3: have been getting really good at, at disguising those plants to be legit in some areas. And of course, the lady could have been having it in the dark or something, and pouring it and being like, "I'm such a great gardener. This <laughs> thing know, is flourishing right? in the pitch of
2: darkness." <laughs> you know what I love about wonderful. Kennedy,
1: bro? Because the voices.
2: You know what I love about Kennedy? You no, know, like voices. even in like my Facebook post or anything, he always finds the light in yeah, the right? situation. That's no, good. Like you find a way to make it make sense in a lighthearted way. Like nobody <laughs> was thinking it, but like they do make plants. They look pretty goddamn real. You no, know? there's
1: some. I've asked people all the time: Is that real or fake?
2: You know what I'm saying? Um, have you guys seen the Skittles dip commercial? I'm not. I, oh, I, we God. read this. I,
0: I okay,
3: sure. so like, here, here's bro, the crazy bro. thing. Google um it, it, picture, okay. yeah. Five it's, like it's not like 30 second seconds commercial. after I had finished watching um, the color out of space. So similar. That, that commercial showed up and I'm like, So similar. Why did this creep me out more than that movie? Bro,
2: that commercial is fucking freaky. And it's the quickest commercial, which makes it more freaky. Like the dude was like standing at the refrigerator melting and dipity stuff, and he turned around
3: and like screamed oh, and wow. laughed.
2: What the fuck it, was it kind that? of
3: reminded me of this old commercial? Uh, it was this it was this bizarre ice cream commercial where this this guy was totally naked. And covered head to toe in cream, and he's sitting there scooping up pieces of himself. And, I, know, and what it. As, as the <laughs> I know what you're says, talking about. As the voice says, "Bluebell ice cream, one of the most savory experiences you can have. You really want to try it? It's absolutely fantastic." Bro,
2: I know what you're talking about. That shit was weird, son. I don't.
3: Hey, Listen. you cannot, no, you cannot deny like that as disturbing as that sh- that cart that that commercial was, it was effective. You are not remember, you are not forgetting that shit. Yeah, you might but not ever eat the ice
2: cream, but you remember it. Like you know, like well, okay, so
3: it's like those Gushers commercials where the kid turns into the banana. You're like, oh, well, yeah, that is the banana star kid. of my nightmares for the next uh, two hours. Not
2: eating any more Gushers, I tell you what, right? <laughs> oh fuck.
3: What am I wouldn't being a
2: banana. Uh, while we on it, do you guys have a favorite commercial of all time? I have one, and it's been my favorite for like years. So commercial, like any commercial, I'm ready, set for this. Your favorite? Do you have a favorite commercial of all yeah, time?
1: Yeah, i You go ahead. Let me hear. You.
2: Okay, mine is it was it's a it's a it's a it's a pickup truck commercial. I don't know if it's Ford, Chevy, who it is, but it's like a couple guys on a rock in Scotland looking at the water, talking about the Loch Ness monster. And then out of nowhere, the Loch Ness monster pops up out the water. And it's a dude in his pickup truck on the back of it, and he's yelling at the dudes on land, like, shoot it! Shoot it! <laughs> and it's just, I don't know why. That's my the favorite one. all my time. Favorite it's like one. 2002, maybe. Like, that, that shit was. Was it Ford a pickup truck commercial? Yeah, it's a pickup truck commercial.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, there's a few good pickup truck commercials I've seen.
2: Remember, Ford used to bang out a bunch of dope pickup trucks? Like,
1: I know, I've seen a few where I'm just like, and I'm not like a pickup truck person. But that—I feel like we were even saying pickup truck.
2: That Loch Ness monster, that nigga was scared as shit. Right Shoot <laughs> it! But you got one. You got one, special? K? Okay.
3: I I got, got two actually? Two um, oh shit! Oh no! It says my connection is unstable. Okay, there we go. It's good. No, you're here. All right. So I got I got yeah. two. Um, the first one is a, a pretty recent one, and I just I have to appreciate the entire series of these commercials. It was a Geico oh, commercial. Yeah. Um, the and they great. were po- yeah. played on YouTube, where they go. You can't skip this commercial because it's already over. <laughs> yeah. And it's just uh, two guys where they go, savings, and then they like uh, clap their hands. Yeah. But then you actually, if you skip the commercial, yeah, fine. But the commercial is two minutes long, but the actual commercial is only five seconds long, but they keep going and they're stuck in freeze frame for that entire minute and a half. Yeah, that's fine. And the, <laughs> the world is still continuing on without them. Yeah. At one point, a vacuum cleaner runs up into a wall and catches fire. <laughs> yeah, that's fire, bro. Well, they're still holding themselves there. I but feel the like other I, commercial that's was uh, that's dope. Uh, way, way back in the 90s. It was an old uh, Got Milk commercial. In fact, it was the first one. Oh, shit, the Got Milk commercial was fire. Where, where okay, a guy is sitting there uh, about to win a contest because uh, he mm. is about to answer uh, a trivia question. Yeah. Uh, that only he knows because he is surrounded by paraphernalia of this one thing that he knows. It, the stars have aligned and this guy is about to to win the grand prize and he's eating a peanut butter sandwich. Right. So he picks up the phone and it's like, it's like, uh, this is KNBS, what is your answer to this question? And he answers... Oh, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, we didn't get that. You're going to have to say it again. Oh, bro. Yeah, yeah, no way, yes. yeah, he starts yeah, around yeah. And he yeah. grabs a glass of uh, a milk, but it's empty. Yeah. I'm sorry, sir. You're speaking nothing but gibberish. You're going to have to call back another time. And then he they hang up and he's just Bro, that's a bed.
2: classic.
3: I bro, remember that like bro. yesterday. Crazy that thing. That was directed by Michael Bay. Were? Yeah. The, the, the first wow. got was directed by Michael Bay. Oh, Michael Bay is—it's not no, Transformers. Park.
2: Transformers. No, but did he do um, Congo? Is that Michael Bay too?
3: Not that I, I know, know of. Him. Or was that still? I know he did like.
2: I know That's he did Steelers, Teenage
3: Ninja Turtles. I know he did Transformers. I yeah. know he did Armageddon, yeah, which yeah. for some reason is in the Criterion Collection. He <laughs> yeah. got in the the argument with Jessica Biel. I remember that. I don't yeah.
2: know
1: why I remember that.
2: Yeah. Um, moving on, guys. Not just
1: Biel. But,
3: uh, Fox. Jessica Fox.
2: Just a uh, random. I saw a clip of Stephen Adams. I don't know if you watch basketball at all, um, Kennedy, but.
3: Uh, regrettably, Adams, I don't.
2: No, I mean, I kind, I kind, I kind, I kind of knew. I like, I know everybody's nerd. I know everybody's nerd level. You know what I mean? I'm a nerd wizard. Um, <laughs>
1: You're a nerd wizard. But um, your nerd level is.
2: I I like my nerd level is like everyone. I nerd out on all kind of shit. Um, but Stephen Adams is, a fucking giant long haired dude that plays for the Thunder. I think right now, Mm-hmm and. We all know the uh, the dab. You know the classic dab, the, you know the dance, the dab. <clears yeah, <clears <throat> And I watched We the also know about. that people flipped water bottles and made them land. So I saw a clip of Steven Adams, this big giant motherfucker flipping a wall. Fox. That's flipping really a water bottle. Dope. Um yeah. and then doing a dab. It made me think a few things. When's the last time anybody's done a dab? I don't know,
1: I've dab before like Pretty recent,
2: yeah. You dabbed on a skit last year. It's fine. Um, <laughs> why dab? did I mean, like
1: dab, uh, it
3: they, was
2: they actually dab? And then what happened to the dab? Who ruined the dab? I know the origin of the dab. You know it didn't start as what it is, but
1: what is the origin of the dab? I want to Dab or, come from the, the
2: dab started with the dab was an Atlanta dance. The, the dab was an Atlanta hood dance, and you originally went back and forth dab. And then you got dab, lower and lower and dab, to the ground. And then dab, and, dab, and and, then dab. It, <laughs> and, and then the Migos made it more mainstream. And then all the athletes and everything took it. Which leads to my question. Who ruined the dab? When did the dab get out of control? I remember doing the dab in bars. When I got a certain level in, you know what I'm saying? I would dab all over that motherfucker. And it was cool at that point.
3: I, I think Well, I could so definitely cool. tell you uh, in terms of that, usually the history of memes go is that uh, they – they they gain their popul- they they gain their existence on some obscure website like Reddit or 4chan or like some server n- some some forum buried in the internet. Yeah. Uh, then the mainstream gets it on Twitter and Facebook, and then once you've got talk show hosts doing it, it's dead. It, yep. Or no, once you got talk show hosts doing it, it's it's nearing its age. I like that. And point. then you get local news stations or or like major news stations talking like about it, it, where. Yep. It's the new thing that's sweeping the nation. The, the dab. dab. yeah. <laughs> it's if, always that long vowel. Y- they say everything you dab, with Cheryl. long vowel. Well, I, you know, I've actually considered dabbing for, in front of my children, but they don't enjoy that sort of thing. Well, we'll dab. just see how it goes. And if it's what? going to kill your children. <laughs> <laughs> um, why, why do
2: newscasters but, always speak with the long vowel sound?
1: Give me an example of a long vowel sound I do. It's like he just, about enunciation. He, like, he was
2: like, the dad.
1: Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Like, you dad. know what I'm saying? They always
2: do, like, they always do the, the vowel really long. What the fuck is that? Is that like to immerse you into the story?
3: No, it's, it's, it's an enunciation yeah. yeah, gotcha. thing. They want to make sure that nobody can misunderstand what you're saying. Because you, yeah. you never hear somebody on a major news station sounding like they got marbles in their mouth. Yeah, yeah. But So it's a they, like, they have, they have it's to a, practice enunciation. For but it's that. a three. But it's I
2: a three-letter word, though. Is that necessary? The dab. we tell you. for a I can and a half. I can
3: tell you though that uh recently the dab did get brought back for a little bit. Like it got a little bit more shelf life. Um, with the coronavirus outbreaking, uh, I know John Oliver had a segment where he was talking about how other countries were were handling it, and Vietnam did this incredible thing where they created this song. Uh, that was so popular it became a TikTok meme. And part of the dance is, uh, the entire dance on TikTok is teaching people how to actually... uh, uh, take you know, uh, deal with proper hygiene. Where yeah. you know you're scrubbing yourself. You don't touch your eyes or your or you don't touch your eyes, nose or mouth. Yeah. Uh, cough into your, uh, <laughs> to <into> your <laughs> elbow. <laughs>
2: what? And that was a pretty clean dab I, over yeah, there, Kenny. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. job, man. Good job.
3: Now you know the, the proper dab you got to do is you got to you got to headbutt the corner of your elbow like. <laughs> yeah, it's like a sneeze. <laughs> That's why when you hear them on memes, you hear that uh, That's the a the, pretty the the basic dab. <laughs> Kennedy, You're about to get deemed the
2: dabber. Kennedy Phillips the Absolutely dabber. Absolutely not. Yeah, no, <laughs> the you're dabber. the dabber, bro. You to deal with it. That's life. And I don't want to hear anything else about it. Um, population control. I was thinking about this, guys. Um, this is a little conspiracy-ish. Um, if you've it's been around far. and even, like, been alert to <laughs> anything, there's a lot of, like, population control theories and all this shit, right? And if you were, like, a National Geographic reader before technology souped itself up, you kind of saw everything coming. If you like watched movies, you've seen hints and stuff. And you can take it however you want to take it. I'm not taking this too serious. This is FBS, you know. Um But I was thinking about that. Like with the coronavirus and Facebook and everything and all that. I'm like, if population control was real, it's already happening.
1: Well, with all the viruses, like, like stuff,
2: with with, if, with just with the control of idea. If, like, if you want me to be honest, man. Slow. Like um, the ability to sway. Like, it's like it's been happening for maybe like the past 10 years, honestly. And we'd like literally people just like fall in line with shit. Like, you see somebody post one thing that's on one side of something, and everybody jumps to that. And if somebody jumps on the other side of it, they get attacked. It's like it's, it's triggered. Like, life is a trigger thing now. It's so easy well, to trigger people and get people to like follow what you're fucking talking about. I feel like it's a,
3: a lot of it really does come down with the compartmentalization of of uh, societal spheres that people are now just hanging out with people that only agree with them. Yeah, and we don't have oh, so any other people too. disseminating so those kinds of opinions. But uh, honestly, like in terms of like the coronavirus or anything like that, I don't feel like that those are like some conspiratorial contributor contributing factors to population control. If anything. Uh, birth rates around the world are plummeting. Yeah, for various reasons. Maybe that there's uh, more people who are uh, not needing to go outside nearly as much now that you can order everything online. Yeah. Um. I know yep. China had the one-child policy. They expanded it to the two-child policy, uh, two children policy, mm-hmm. and all the children that were born for an entire de- generation, a massively disproportionate number of those people are men who will never be able to find um, a significant other because of the, just the huge disparity. And of course there has been the uh, rise of an incel population of people who just don't, contribute towards society or anything in general like we've been seeing a i mean i've been hearing about a massive decline in birth rate pretty much everywhere yeah and again do not quote me on that i am a person on the internet i don't know exactly no, brother, what hey, i'm listen, talking listen. About. Kennedy,
2: kennedy this is fbs bro you know what I mean? Who said we won't? Hey, if they take it serious, they can click off. It's it's one click to get away from this. If you don't like it, we just it's F B S, man.
3: or I just I just don't want to be the person uh no, talk, to talk your, talk your shit. To just sp- talk- d- spread disinformation or anything like that. Because I, I don't want to be the guy that that starts spouting. They're turning the freaking frogs gay <laughs> or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Weed
2: news, special <laughs> K. Do you got any weed news?
1: Any weed news? No, I've been looking on the um looking on some high times. Been trying to find some.
2: No, I mean, it ain't really much, I had, really much going on. I had like yeah. a, a weed topic. Um, um, Kennedy, how do you feel about the whole cannabis thing? What is your cannabis uh, stance?
3: I am a uh, personally, I am a, I am an individual that is uh, oh, practicing the unfortunate,
2: oh my decision
3: God. of Come on. of constant sobriety. But that's me. Everybody, the thing is about um cannabis is that I have no issue with it. I don't find it to be a dangerous drug. Yeah. I, I, it, it has delightful medicinal medicinal practices. And also it is a a romping good time for people that want to use it. (laughs) I don't use it for the same reason. I don't use it for the same reason that I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't take any kind of inebriates in general. I don't even enjoy taking, uh, I don't even enjoy drinking coffee because again, Sobriety is a thing that I have decided to shoulder for my entire life. Don't
2: make uh, those eyes, bro. You, don't <laughs> make,
3: you know, no, all the other. It's a man who has been sober too long. Listen, no, if you, don't, uh, if if you don't
2: smoke some fucking weed, <laughs> no. But my question is, uh, no,
3: I, 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 am of the, I am of the opinion that if I ever smoked anything, I would be, I would be. You gotta smoke a, a but the but the us fourth, first, bro. Kind of paranoid. you gotta
2: smoke it with FNBS, Havel J, Special K. That'd be great. If you ever smoke, um, listen, listen so K.
3: yeah i, I love no, but my my folks time. my folks are both home health nurses and my father uses it a lot for back pain and it has shut out shout
2: out kennedy's pops shout out mr phillips right
3: because right. he he's got a lot of unfortunate uh, <laughs> spinal problems mm. where oh, he has to really take good. some very inv- a lot of invasive surgery to correct that stuff and uh between weed and hypnosis, uh I hear is hypnosis the only is way decent. that he can really cope. Because yeah. aside from that, he's just he'll he'll end up being really irritable and which is tragic because he is a he's a fantastic man. Yeah. I mean I'm talking about my father, but you know. Yeah. Um <laughs> one thing that I will say is that uh there are reasons hey, everybody why doesn't feel that way about their dad, so yeah. You know. no. Uh, No, like I have a I have a fantastic relationship with both my parents. Yeah. Um. But uh, there is a a a reason why I would not be one hundred percent on board with total legalization right away, and it's not for the reason you think. Let me hear. it. Because this kind of it's
2: kind of similar to. uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Just a while
3: back, I, I had read a story. I'm not sure if it was in Washington or Idaho or Oregon. I think it was Oregon, where they Ooh. they rejected legalizing marijuana because if they had made it legal, one company would have a total monopoly on that industry in their state. Yeah. I could see that in a way. And the problem that we're having right now is either. that there is no... But I got something for you. Know. There's Wait. no uh, sensible... Uh, direction forward right now to allow this industry to come into existence without it getting severely punished. Like if you're gonna, if you're gonna you're going it, into legalize it, it all too. at once, but, okay. but you need to have a system to bring it back in. Like you need to, I mean, first off, you need to make it so that you've got like the FDA watching over this stuff so that you don't have contaminants in in uh, your ganja. Uh, ganja. I, I, I say as white as possible. Um, mm-hmm. you the need to, <laughs> the You pain. need to retroactively consider releasing DNG. everybody that had been taken under a minor drug offense for possession of marijuana. Yeah. Uh, you, you need to be consistent, <laughs> and you need to follow through with it. If you're going to do this patchwork thing of it being illegal in some states and not in others, it might as well be illegal, because yeah. there's people who could be transit in transit between states and not remember that they have something in there. Or or they might be delivering it for medicinal purposes. Yeah, bro, it's like Co- Colorado's
2: understood. Colorado's fully legal and Kansas is pretty much Rico law. So it was like, you know what I mean? Like you can take that path and like you're hit though. Yeah. Like that's fucking you're right next to each other and it's no nope. so close. Yeah, you, all, like, you, again, you also don't
3: want you also don't want another monopoly in the biz- in in this industry. We've got We've got hundreds of trusts all over uh, the all in all aspects of the American industry from technology to 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 oil to energy to other things like that. And that's what I was going to say. Don't need, the we up. don't need this system, this uh, company, this uh, entire business, this industry blossoming with a built in Monsanto uh, yeah. monopoly or anything like that. That's what I was
2: going to say. The monopoly should. Like, we're in Kentucky. Ohio is our sister fucking is right next to us. But a couple years ago when they tried to pass it for medical or whatever the fuck they were trying to pass it for.
1: Ohio?
2: Yeah, they had a cause. Remember they had that cause where, like, only certain people can grow? And, like, Nick Lachey was one of the people that can do it. And, (laughs) like, it was like, it was, but not like the bill was proposed. And it was a monopolized bill. And it didn't pass. Because it was like, normal people can't even get into this shit. What are you doing?
1: Yeah. So it was like, not, and not it was having... like
2: three. I can't remember other three or four people, but like it was like three or four people that was a, that were literally were able to do it. Nick Lachey was one of them. Fucking That's... what is he? Ninety eight degrees. Backstreet Boys. Ninety eight degrees. Ninety eight degrees. Did Jessica Fucking, Simpson? Yeah, like uh-huh. that son of a bitch. Gonna... You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> my question to this, and Kenny, okay, you might answer in a way, but I want everybody's opinion. Um, Will the black market ganja, like, still have a place when weed is legal everywhere? And I th- I think it will, like, 100%. I'm going to get you guys' a opinion. I feel like I already know your opinion. Um, But I'm asking that because when I say black market, guys, I don't think of, like deep web and all that I don't like just on the streets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like streets. calling up your homie. Like, hey, you got to do it. How it is now. Like, you got to, eighth, bro. Or, like, how it is.
1: Or how it was. You, you know, know, know what I mean? Like, yeah, whatever. So how <laughs> is before it gets into the place. But
2: with a lot of these legal places, bro, legal, like, it's, the prices are so much more expensive. I'm not trying to incriminate myself and all that, but like fuck it, no. whatever, it's wheat. But it's, it's so fuck, it's, it's like double the price.
3: I mean, well, for sure. the, a lot of it's because they've got overhead, they've got regulations, they've got taxes that they have to deal with, They're like creating a, a, a product. And I would have to say like, is, you know, like you're creating a new uh, pharmaceutical drug that people are going to be used. Yeah. For recreational purposes as well. But yeah. Uh, that's going to be highly regulated, and that might get expensive after a while. There's always going to be a market for this kind of thing. For for one, to to see if they can make it cheaper, and for two, potency. So they might think, have a limitation on potency or you something. Guys, like so
2: you guys that. think the black market will still be pretty much the same as yeah. what it is now?
3: Yes, or I don't think it'll it? be hardly. I mean, they're they're probably going to introduce yeah. like all sorts of crazy things to make it more exciting or something yeah. on the they black market. They already do that I don't with
2: think the, with like the cartridges and the different levels of um shatter and concentrates and crystals and you know what I mean? Moon rocks, like they already do all that all this special dispensary. I, I think it might
1: even get a little bit cheaper outside of it. Like, oh, like hell you can yeah. pay half price or you can play full Because now you got
2: that competition thing.
1: Yeah, they're not just dropping it like they're not yeah. just ten dollars lower, they're gonna be like twenty dollars lower, thirty dollars lower.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna Which change. I'm okay with that. It's gonna change the whole game. You know what <laughs> I'm, okay? <laughs> I'm okay with it that's my only question on the week news i was i was just curious about that because um we just had the medical bill pass here in which that's fine but like you said there's a lot it's too much political and too much business too many numbers and too much too many hands in the pot when it becomes legal
3: there's There's no way to predict where it's going to go right now because again when the industry starts you don't know if it's going to get that monopoly right right away or if some up and comer is going to really change the industry. Or I don't know if uh, people from companion industries like Philip Morris uh, might jump in, you know, the Marlboro guys. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm off. I guess I'm all for it in a sense, but everything you said Kennedy is all my woes in the situation because like I'm a I'm a true stoner, bro. You feel me? Like
3: it's truest.
2: I'm not like
3: I I hadn't I hadn't gathered.
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like in every sense of the word, like I feel like it enhances. I'm not like I'm not the guy that smokes and gets lazy. You will never catch me doing that. You know what I mean? Like I literally use the weed as a tool. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's my it's my go getter juice. Like I'm, people are like you want to smoke and hang out. I'm like I can smoke and do some editing. I can smoke and do some research. I can smoke and oh man go I, do I got some a good skits you
1: know what i'm saying like and i'm hands. not
2: smoking and sh- just sitting here though bro like no I can,
3: i'm not smoking and go to bed like no that's I, just, I am smoking like that's a waste, a waste
2: of weed like create my nigga create
3: i i've got a friend of mine who uh i i used to hang out with in in college he works for uh thq now uh he is one of the best thq the sponers. game the gaming a, the gaming producer yeah 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 okay. Yeah, he's 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 uh, he, he works out. over there like doing animation and stuff. But Fire. Uh, he is the best kind of stoner. He is a philosophy stoner.
2: Yeah, yeah, I like those. Uh, guys. He'll he'll
3: he'll start token up and talk about like when you leave this room. From my perspective, you split into a billion possibilities, <laughs> and they all collapse That's in correct. on themselves when that. you when you come into my room. So in some ways. We're all committing genocide all at once of yeah. the possibilities of you. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, I'm glad you respect me enough to not include me as part of that genocide. <laughs> Word,
2: bro. Word. I'm glad your philosophy went the way it went
3: because that was, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, let's move on. I, I, I love that kind of fascinating, ins- I, I, uh, crazy my, talk. I love it. That's kind
2: of my favorite stoner. The, the philosopher stoner and the the laughing stoner. The one that never stops laughing. Special K is a pretty good stoner, too. I laugh a lot. Special K is, like, sleepy, but he's not tired kind of stoner. You know what I mean? And he just laughs a lot. He has, like, the classic laugh to us. <laughs> <it. That's laughs> how it works. That's not how you laugh.
1: Um, I don't laugh like that at all. We're
2: going to move on, and, <laughs> and we're going to nerd out a little bit, guys. Um, I want to mention, you know, and we're nerd out. We kind of just run through these topics, but Kennedy has, <laughs> Kennedy has some king nerd shit he wants to expose to the world. He, he is... King nerd, and we're going to get to that. We're going to let you go last, Kenny, because okay? I'm going to run down this shit. All right, fine, don't be that way. <laughs> don't I'll, be n- I'll see myself out. Wow. Don't be nervous, bro. Don't be nervous. Um, Telltale Games. I love Telltale Games. Um, The art of storytelling in video games is one of the most important things. I mean, I think I talk about this a lot. Like,
1: a little bit. Plots. Whatever, man. you just bad because you don't either... I think you already really Telltale vibe in the past Kennedy, like year. Kenny, I'm, I'm about to
2: expose you to Kenny. He don't know. I told everybody else to watch the show. Special K does not watch intros or storylines or cinematics when he plays any
3: video games. I don't. He
2: just... He just plays the game. He skips all the story. And now basis. you
3: see here, <laughs> I, that, is, that is lies and slander. No, he does not I can that. tell you. I, he doesn't. Uh... He does not. Oh, he doesn't. He doesn't. Okay. What is wrong with you? Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, yell at him. You piece of crap. Haven't you <laughs> accepted that gaming is the next stage <laughs> in narrative storytelling? Yes, bro. Storytelling is everything. It's so slow. I have though. games oh, that you will play that so will make slow. you cry. Yeah, bro. Did you, so, you, so that's okay. We don't, we don't discover all the games. That, so, did you ever tell me you watched the Final Fantasy 7 story? Cause I know you played it.
1: Final Fantasy 7. Well, yeah, I,
2: I did watch that. It was like one okay. of the few
1: ones. Cause it was, okay, okay. The Final You're kind of redeemed all over first the board. Of all, Final Fantasy 7 and the cinematics was a completely different thing. It was. You played the game, it was epic And it was, bu- it was like playing Roblox now. Like, it was completely different. They looked, they all looked all blocky oh, yeah, like yeah, characters do. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But when you watch the cinematics, it looked perfect. It, it was fucking, it, it was like
2: the graphics now.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: It was crazy. Yeah. But my first exposure is Final Fantasy X myself, so I always had that in uh, in between with it. Have you I not still Final haven't Final actually? 7? 7? Have you not played Final? I, Fantasy? I haven't finished it. Uh, I've, i I right. got. I've, I'm, I'm, the, gonna, I'm still on the. The show's day. over. Uh, this
2: show's over. That was that was a show. Kennedy has not no. played Final Fantasy Seven, so we're just gonna end the show here. God damn it,
3: Kennedy! The remakes coming. Nah, out. man. I five. I have I've got Chrono right, Trigger on the, my end, so right. that's my redeeming factor.
2: Chrono Trigger. Okay, yeah, that's that's right up there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's it's fine. It's fine. I'm like sorry. I've I've played
3: a lot of games. It's just I know that, that there is a certain stage of JRPGs before. Like again, my, my first exposure to JRPGs was Final Fantasy X. And
2: Final Fantasy X was so, dope, but it's not my favorite. So my brain is kind of locked good.
3: in uh, that and, and anything before it take takes time for me because for some reason my brain's like, uh, I want to do something else, even though I know yeah. that I'm invested and interested. Um, like I my roommate's that. been trying to get me to play Fantasy Star 4 for a Man, long sure. time, which is a phenomenal it's story, fantastic. but I I cannot I keep I keep starting it and then stopping and wandering off somewhere else. And I, I hate myself for that.
2: Yeah. Well, like shit. but um Telltale games, bro, if you haven't played Telltale games, it's literally they're decision-based games. They have like different endings and shit. They're very popular. Um they're they're, they're fire. I'm going through I play like a Wolf Among Us, shit like that, but I'm going through all the Walking Dead ones now. And it's some tear jerkers in these games. This shit is too. It's too much, bro. It's worse than the show.
3: It's tear jerking, you know. God,
2: oh, geez. damn, damn bro. Like, um, yeah, because they I follow
3: like through people. with their storylines and not just focus on their their soap opera quota.
2: Yeah, like the game is literally just story and intensity. It's like people die, man. It's fucked up. Um, another thing. Nerd out. We nerd out right now. In technology news. Technology. Did you guys see the uh, new AirTap mouse thing?
1: I do really not know. This, but it sounds understandable. I but...
2: watched a tutorial, and it sounds like you have to learn a whole new language almost. So it's like a brass knuckle, right? And you can literally type words, but it depends on the, your finger combination and It sounds like
1: brass knuckles. 170,
3: 169.95. Yeah, and it's, things.
2: it's kind of fire, bro. Like, I'm not going to lie, but I don't know. This is like future, future shit. I don't know if I oh, can... Oh, gee, adapt.
3: it looks like a... Looks like one of those uh flex uh yeah. things.
2: T- like, if you can play the tutorial without the sound and watch how he types, it's like an H was like the middle finger and index finger, the I was like a pinky, and it learns that it's oh, weird. See, so, you can literally type Not a whole let paper me control with the one sound. Hand.
3: Like you, no, man, li- the, you know, we're, we're getting this much closer to the augmented reality of Minority Report. I want one of those. Like gesture Bro, things to edit for. I'm getting for one as soon as projects. they drop.
2: I'm gonna spend a whole income tax check on that shit. Well, what
3: I'll is tell it? You what, Something for Minority, minority
2: Report? Joint. I want the Tony Stark computers. It's like in your face. He's move stuff. Minor- uh, oh,
3: like. Okay, yeah, I like that one too. Fire. I just, all- I just expect all those like bright orange and bright blue holograms to give you eye strain after a while, though.
2: Yeah, I'm getting that now with these goddamn computer screens. Um, nerd now science guys. Science. Masturbation raises immune system and white blood cells or white blood count.
3: Interesting. Well of course scientists would have to say that <laughs> Yeah, they beat off a lot. I do my best. I'm pretty much immune. I do um, my best.
2: More nerd now, now, did you guys know that I could I could have put this in entertainment, but it's No, I couldn't. If it's a video game thing. They love got it. uh if you've been keeping up on any Mortal Kombat, I haven't played a Mortal Kombat in years. Mortal oh, Kombat
3: eleven.
2: But I love Spawn. Epping. And Mortal Kombat Eleven has Spawn coming to the game.
3: Did you hear who's voicing him? No, I did not. They got Keith David.
2: Keith David. I don't know the name. What did he do? Uh,
3: Keith David. He played. Uh, he, he was fine? in um, uh, huh. They Live uh, with okay, uh, Roddy good. Piper. Okay. Uh, he was also uh, Goliath. Uh, he was also the Arbiter in Halo. Like he was Goliath and Gargoyles. He was uh, the okay. Arbiter in Halo. Yeah, Goliath He's, and Gargoyles. He's been in Goliath, a lot yeah. of yeah, stuff. He's a, a, a right phenomenal there. voice
2: That's actor. That's fire. When you say "Goliath and Gargles," if y'all don't know, Gargoyles is probably one of the best animated things that Disney ever did. Any not available on Disney Plus? Yeah, it is, and that's only <laughs> the only reason to get Disney Plus. Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um,
3: I actually just finished watching that series. First two seasons are phenomenal. Third season, they went to to ABC and they lost track of what they were doing. It got weird. It wasn't good, it got kind of doofy. They tried to get back into like Gargoyle Legends, and it kind of got lost. I know Jordan Peele wants to make a make a like a bring it back somehow. Jordan Peele's doing a lot of shit right now. He's a man on a mission, man, and he's doing great. I, ta- I, I talked
2: him about him problems. last show, man, but yeah, we ain't gonna we'll get to it. Um, Kennedy, reveal your nerdness.
3: All right, well, I am. This is not even remotely a secret, so I'm just gonna outright and say our, I our fans don't know Kennedy. I'm a All proponent right, of know, tabletop yeah. RPGs, uh, you know, Dungeons and Dragons and things like that.
2: He's a dungeon master, guys. He's a dungeon yeah. master.
3: I actually run them. Yeah. Uh, the The big reason why I run them is because I use them as an opportunity to workshop my writing, to workshop my voices for all different characters and stuff. And because bro, I bet a fucking Dungeon Dragons game would choose fire. Yeah, I would, I would play. But I, I would jump in. But I, I do, I do some. Uh, I, I don't usually do the the ye old fantasy stuff uh, as as most people do in these things with D anD I actually run a system called Savage Worlds, which lets you pretty much do any genre. You want yourself a, a Lovecrafty horror? I can do that. You want uh a, a Western in in a in a timeline where the North and South never got back together? I can do that. Yeah. You want to play supervillains fighting against aliens after they've killed all the heroes? I can do yes, that.
2: Yes, I do. Yes. Yes. Yeah, for um, I but I run, I run I run
3: modules and I try to expose new players to to the experience in a way that is is uh, yeah. Fun, Fast, and Furious, as the Savage Worlds group did, uh, says. Uh, They actually just released a new edition, and I've been really enjoying it because I can bring new people who have never played RPGs before into a system that doesn't require you to have a math degree to play it. Right. Um, And I I run modules all the time just for people to, like, get that first time on their belt.
2: Yeah. Um, Me and Special K are not really in tabletop games, but we're Funko collectors, as you can see.
1: I can tell, yeah. And they just got a tabletop games. Yeah,
2: last year we went to Gen Con, like sleepy as fuck. Weighed this long ass line to get the Funkoverse
1: and that that was a tabletop game. For yeah, it was it was all for tabletop games, and we did not realize how and, yeah big Gen Con is a whole were.
2: tabletop game thing. This thing was crazy, and it was it's pretty big. It was insane to see the fucking. Like it's a vast variety. Of, yeah,
1: we had to wait in line so
2: long. Like, bro, like, yeah, we
1: became friends with the mom taking a whole group of little Power Rangers in. Yeah, like it, it was, was, it so was cool. but
2: it was crazy to see like every genre, everything, every theme has a table. To yeah, it.
3: they've got like a thing for everybody for like every character. Like, I even see you got like a uh, BoJack Horseman and Todd down there.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that shit's crazy. But that's dope <laughs> that you do that, bro. Because I like shit like that, man. Because just meeting. Like I was telling who was I telling somebody? Like collectors, for instance. Like certain communities of nerds are like the best people to be around. You know what I mean? And I was oh, sort of like sure. 'cause I collect fig pens and funko pops and I'm big into fig pens now. Like these people are so dope and genuine, just like have such a passion for their nerdness that that's all there is.
3: Yeah.
2: And
1: the you know what they're I uh, saying it's how hard it is to get into these games too.
3: Yeah. The the fun thing about like the RPG side of it is that, that there are people from all walks of life doing this kind of stuff. Uh, they they've yeah. got their own tastes. their own You'd be
2: surprised, bro. Like
3: there's there's like an entire community of we of saw all kinds of people there. fall into. Yeah, those ones are like like uh,
2: Vin everybody's... Diesel's
3: a D and D guy. I know I know uh, John is? Stewart, uh, Vin Diesel. He's oh, he's a word. massive yeah. That kind of makes um, sense. You made you made this vampire hunter movie. Uh, not too long ago based on one of his characters. Yeah. And it's, it's a fun movie and it's just based on his D and D stuff. Um, I know Jon Stewart, uh, Stephen Colbert and uh, Steve Carell. And I think John Oliver uh, all had a D all used to have D and D sessions with their boss. They all fit the profile. All do, yeah. Like, I mean, like, what I find really funny is that they interviewed uh, John Stewart and they said, "Well, what, what class do you play?" Was, "Well, I play the Rogue, obviously."
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. So my my last question, to nerd out, man. But that's dope. You do that, Kennedy. Um. Yeah. You high guys high. ever
3: want to learn or anything like that? I was I'll just about to say module. that. I don't care. I was just about to say it. I yeah, was like, I, literally, I'll down to learn.
2: like i will be down to learn some D and D, bro. But I like right, to get into a little fantasy shit. Let's get I love
3: seeing All the little characters of the comic book store for D&D too. Special K would be yeah, an you, you can He's play that stuff Archer. online now be too because yeah, there's yeah. like uh there's Roll20 <laughs> which you can like do tabletop stuff like on like a shared thing. There's also Tabletop Simulator and you could also always do the theater of the mind where I just describe things to you and you react yeah. accordingly.
2: But not yeah, like I can I, mean. I
3: can pick a scenario and I or pick a setting of what you'd want to do if you want to stream that or whatever like that. I don't mind running you something.
2: That'd be fire, bro. We get our Stranger yep. Things on. Stranger Things on. All right. Uh, last of the nerd out, guys. Who is your number one anime hero?
1: I was talking about this yesterday. I like L from Death Note. He's not really a hero. He's someone who helps. Like the play. he's a little, He's my realistic hero.
2: Yeah, pick 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 your fantasy hero. Like my fantasy, like, like, like power, and you know. You yeah, know it I mean. would
1: be All Might from my
2: hero because okay, I then. think
1: All Might's the best. He's the symbol of peace. I think it's so awesome. I know he's not, he's not like not that old, but he's.
2: No, nah, he still fits. He's, he's uh, yeah, MHA he is up. pretty old book wise. So. Okay.
3: okay. So um. I don't I like. Will, the way I, will, I don't like
2: the way you're starting
3: this right now. I will right? emphatically oh. admit that I I don't watch nearly as much anime as most people. Like I've been I was a late bloomer and during my time in high school I had a very poor exposure to anime. Okay. Oh God! But uh, let's see. In terms of heroes, you know, I would say the one that I would say is my favorite. Uh, would be uh Joseph Joestar. Is that, uh, from is JoJo? JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Uh, oh, they have I, him in part two, I've three, and four, and there is there the only time that I didn't like him was in part four, but that's because he was kind of kind of his brain had kind of left the building at yeah, that yeah. point. But uh. No, part part two and three. He was he's extremely entertaining. Yeah, and I I find his brand of of heroism to be wholly unique. Yeah, that he's he's trying to do the right thing, but he's also kind of a dick.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's his whole purpose. I'm gonna have to go. I I love that. I don't know if you guys even know this, but I'm gonna have to go with uh The Giver. The Giver. Um, Giver is. Throwback anime, like late 80s, I want to say. like Dragon Oh, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, He's a high school kid, and I don't really know. It's very old, very old. It was like some symbiote armor type thing, and there was like a certain amount of them. They spread across the world. He ended up finding one, and like it kind of like merged itself with your body. You kind of trigger it to go into the armor. And he was like a high school kid, had problems, got beat up and shit, stumbled upon the little element or the alien armor, whatever the fuck you call it, and just became a fucking hero. Was fighting monsters and any other person that had the Gyver armor was, ended up being evil. Be, be they, evil. Like all the other ones that had the other parts of the armor were like evil. So he would just run out. When it was time to battle, he would just scream like, Giver! And he'd go into his armor and just like, he'd break he he break, break arms in half. Fucking, it was the most brutal shit. It was dope. It oh, was like a great story up.
3: of like, God, please, please tell me you've watched Kill a Kill.
2: Uh no I can't I've
3: heard about I'm having
2: a a problem getting into it like I've you got to
3: keep keep going it it takes like for some people it takes a little bit of time but it it gets into that level of ridiculousness that only trigger can attain fire bro
2: but see it took me to say like One Piece I got like 50 episodes in and then I got distracted again like and I'm kind of like funny
3: enough I I got into Naruto for exactly 50 episodes and I said I get it I think I'm good
2: I can't I can't I can't do his voice. I hate that anime voice. The voice yeah. Naruto has, the little bratty kid voice, I can't do it. I can't watch it because of that. And he's the main no, hero. My,
3: my my problem is that like there, they, I felt like that when it comes to Naruto, it's been a misnomer that they call them ninjas. Yeah. Because what ninja says, I'm going to cast this magic that's going to be seen from the curvature of the earth. Yeah, that's not what To speak up on somebody. No, if you just replaced all of their... If you just replaced the word ninja with the word wizard in that show... Yeah, because be they
2: are fucking wizards, bro. Like, they're, just they're just wizards. They're not ninjas at all, bro. Like they're just,
3: That's wizards.
2: They're a bunch of fucking idiot kids who do magic and learn. I'm sick of it, man. Um, Let's move on to entertainment, guys. We're going to take entertainment, bring it to our main topic. Um, let's get the main topic out the way, bro. Get the main topic.
1: Um, weird movies.
2: Originality. We all know that uh, past few years has been remake central, bro.
1: It absolutely has.
2: Um, either remakes or sequels, which to me are the same fucking thing. It's not an original fucking idea. It's not a fresh story. Even if it's an old book. That nobody really knows and made into a movie, I will call that an original thing. Are there gonna be some good sequels? I will give that credit. But
1: well, not remakes. They
2: well, really whether, whether they're good or bad, um, there's an overpopulation of them. Is the thing? Yes. There is not much original shit. Speak
1: of overpopulation.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I have a few stats over like literally the increase in the past few years. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, I want to know you guys' opinion. Like, how do you feel about? Just in theaters, I me mean, especially Special talk about this a lot, but we can go back to it. Um, How do you guys feel about just the theaters in general? Because we're seeing, literally all we're seeing are remakes and revamps and, you know what I'm saying, sequels. And
1: actually, now since it's been later on, like, time's gone by, movie theater prices, I didn't realize have gone up so much. Like, I went and saw My Hero and I realized it was like 12 50 a ticket. Yeah. And I'm like, so if you're taking a chance, and I'm like, there's everything's, everything's a remake, there's such a high chance of it just sucking. So you're like, I'm losing time. I'm losing a decent amount of money. All the people I took to the movie with me, like if I take my girlfriend, her kid, it's I just lost that, a whole bunch not of money. It's entertaining. Yeah, like we just lost movie and their time. It's my fault they lost time because I wanted to even try and go do this. Kenny, how you
3: feel? I got a lot of feelings on it. Um, I I grew up uh, studying film. Uh, like I have a cinema studies uh, degree uh, yeah. for for my undergrad, and as well as creative writing but um
2: and i want to say you're I one can, of the people that hated lion king as much as me and i'm I the remake that, yeah i <sighs> think that that's the worst movie i ever seen in my life i'm sorry well but midsummer anyway. midsummer was the worst movie it wasn't the worst movie but for an attempt at something great
3: so sad when it comes to originality i remember way back in 2005 when i worked at a mov- uh, when i worked at movico theaters uh there was a point where all the movies that had come out was at the time was spider-man three pirates of the caribbean three shrek three yeah uh, it, it was like the 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 month of threes and threes are out. I, it had gotten me very concerned and yeah back then it was definitely pretty bad but i i could tell you that we are definitely seeing a bout of desperation right now we're in a transitionary period we're in a transitory period yeah with the advent of streaming media now being treated as a credible threat to the entertainment industry and films being released on streaming platforms now the thing about this is that this may come off a little strange but we only have ourselves to blame true yeah the reason why for this is because as Fewer and fewer people are going to theaters. Theaters are getting more desperate and they're charging more and more to make ends meet. Uh, yeah. they, Cause they, they get their money off of their concessions and they get their money off of uh something really big and popular. They, they ultimately have to care about putting butts in the seats. And that yes, is yeah. fine. That is their job. That is what they have to worry about. So, It only makes sense that a lot of these bigger films, like Disney dominating a good 60 to 80% of the market, would be popular. Because right now you've got like Disney spreading themselves out in such a way where they have either a Pixar movie, a Star Wars movie, a Marvel movie, or a Disney animated film. I don't like it either. Happening all at once, uh, happening at any given point. In time, in theaters. I don't like
2: the Disney and, takeover. Okay, and
3: that's—it's—it's it's scary. But I can—I want to give you a—a a glint of so of of uh, hope in all of this. Oh boy! In the last, Let's hear it. In the last five years, we've been seeing a gradual shift, where the potency of the original content is getting stronger. Yeah. What I mean by that is there would have never been a point 10 years ago where a foreign film would have gotten best picture. Yeah,
2: you're talking about parasite. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Um, there would have never been a point where a movie starring Willem Defoe in a lighthouse losing his mind would have been would have seen the time of day. I really want to see that too, bro. There would really have never been a time straight down where movies that are actually good. There would never would have been a time where a movie like "Sorry to Bother You" would get theatrical attention.
2: That was all, that was also good too.
3: These films, good. while we are seeing a significant reduction in original films, that's only in the sense of of the mainstream push of theaters. Yeah,
2: that that was my se- that was and my second ones- second part too.
3: The ones that break through are truly worth your time. Yeah. Because if they're, if they are able to get themselves far enough out into the front to compete with uh, DC and Marvel and James Cameron and Steven Spielberg, it's worth checking out. Yeah. Um, but that's not even to say that original movies aren't happening. They're just happening on a smaller scale. And that's what I was yeah, gonna say. I like my, like still going to say. That's right. what I was
2: going to say. My second part of this was the streaming services are killing original content. Like, even even when you go to, like, the series and shit.
1: They're giving the people a chance.
2: Like, they're killing it. Like, there's so many good movies just sitting on Amazon Prime and Netflix and Hulu. If you if you look, there's so many good fucking movies. You yeah. know what I'm saying? like yeah, You can find them. Like it's, there's even good TV
3: shows. Like I, I just it's watched. It's
2: a great fucking TV show. Have you watched? Have you seen Euphoria? Did you watch Euphoria
3: yet? I haven't gotten to watch Euphoria okay, yet. But okay. It's I'm, I'm still fun. going. I'm still going through uh, another film called another sh- uh, series called Happy. Yeah, yeah, we talked about. Yeah, we, I watched the first yeah, season. Yeah, 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 I'm still going through the first season, but it is like yeah. a I, I've never seen a show like this before. No, nope. nah, it's brilliant. It's about Fuck this. Alien, about, it's like this really gritty, uh, black comedy. Yeah. about a a, a Dude, guy Oswald. trying to hunt down yeah. a serial killer with the help of an imaginary friend. Yeah, yeah, It's it's fun. It's fun. But but what baffles me is that it was made by the Sci-Fi Channel. Of all things, I'm like that doesn't baffle me
2: though. So that that makes,
3: outside your realm. That makes sense to me though, for some
2: reason that fits on sci-fi to me because
1: like there's been a few sci-fi sh- sh- like I've watched.
2: Yeah, I'm, like I'm, uh, all even think even a super sci-fi shit has that same like off kilt kind of
3: humor. Well, like the, a like, lot kind of their stuff would be like uh, mega shark versus giant octopus stuff. That's the kind of stuff that they would make, or you know, Stargate SG One, which I really enjoyed when I was a kid.
2: Yeah, the Magicians is a sci-fi show too. Yeah. You know what I mean, but like, like, look, like, but to that note, like, it's it's a lot of good content where you ain't looking.
3: You know what I mean? It's just you have yeah. to the in in order for us to be able to encourage this direction that things are going. Important. The the industry is only going to pay attention if people give it the time of day. Yeah, it's true. Um, Castlevania. W- everybody didn't think was going to be a good series on Netflix, but then they watched it and it was phenomenal. And now it's on, on it's on its it. third season, going on four. And you it's still the animated good. shit.
2: Yeah. Okay, I watched it. I thought I was saying that live action because I did not see that. Oh, um,
3: yeah. well, honestly, we Castlevania best video game adaptation of a, a
2: yeah, into a film
3: fire. or series period.
2: Um, what's that other Berserker Rage or Berserker? That shit was pretty good too.
3: Yeah, I think like was, uh, my point is, is that like, if you see something that's got an interesting idea, don't, don't tell yourself, "Well, I only have thirteen dollars and I'm not sure about this." Yeah, yeah. If it's interesting to you, go see it. Yeah, and that's
2: what I'm about. Go that's how it. I. That's how I ended up seeing Midsummer because it, it looked interesting. and I was let down. And it's like that's what impressed me. Like they let shit like that, and. Man, I give Midsummer's credit because it did win a lot of awards to get its way up to the theater. But if that gets a chance, there's a lot of other shit that needs a chance, like. You and, know what I um, mean? It, halftime now, around here, I feel like we get, like, the big blockbuster movies, and they be gone in a hot second still. They'll do good, but they don't even be in our theaters.
1: Forever. I know they're gone quick. There's, and I we live right by the uh, video store. So you always see the video store, I have the stuff out, and, like, that's out already.
2: You know what I mean? Like, I just, I feel like there's room to give all these independent movies a chance, bro.
1: But like, yeah, would you rather go out and it's like we say, thirteen bucks ticket, and, and on top if you're getting everyone a drink, some candy. That's I mean, each person's it, like twenty five bucks, and you can just the, wait two months. If the, if the concept, <laughs> if the
2: concept is worth it, I'll do it. Like, bro, I'll go to the movies for any any reason. So like, if you give me, I know like, how much
1: you love the movies. Yeah, they but like, if movies. you give
2: me a concept, like something different and new, like hell yeah, I'm gonna go pay that.
1: You definitely give it a go. Yeah,
2: like I'm gonna go see the Eighth Avengers and all this goofy shit. Why not? Men in Black Four and fucking the 18th Spider Man movie and you know all this other Eighteen
1: redid, redid Redid You know what I
2: mean? Like why not? Literally everything last year was something else. You know what I mean? Oh. I just I I just think the whole prophecy of the movie theaters coming to a close It's it's yeah it's gonna happen.
3: I'm I I disagree. Um. For a couple of reasons, I do feel like here, that there's going to be a bit of a scaling back on it, but I don't think that yeah, that's the film happened. industry is ever going to completely disappear. Everybody thought that this was going to happen when VHS came out. Everybody thought this was going to happen when television came into existence.
2: Yeah, I think accessibility just, to, to media is totally
3: different now. Though. But streaming never came into existence. This is just a existence. different. This is just a different stage in how we consume our entertainment. Yeah, there is nothing that's going to be able to accurately replace. The experience of being in a movie theater. Oh, yeah, the
2: experience. Yeah, we talked about it on the show. The experience is what is why it's still there. You know what I mean? Like the, sh- the expensive shit you pay for, just the whole vibe, the seats, everything.
1: I kind of would rather to drive in. Let's bring back drive ins. Bring it back drive ins. Drive ins everywhere. I enjoy uh, drive ins. In. I enjoy drive ins, but I'm a
2: big like, theater person. Like, I love the theater, but I won't constantly go to theater. There's nothing for me to watch, though. You know what I mean? Like
3: I, I had a I had a a class about like film audiences when yeah. I was uh, about ten years ago, and one of the most fascinating experiments that they asked me to do as part of my my curriculum was go find the biggest action or or big movie with like a big horror movie or anything like that, watch it once in an empty theater or like in a, in a very barren theater and watch it once in a packed theater.
2: Yeah.
3: Um the movie I picked was Cloverfield back in 2000 in 2008.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, I had two, uh, exp- two, two experiences with it. One was in an old people theater where we had like five or six elderly individuals watching it. And the movie was, it was okay. It yeah. was okay. Like I, I enjoyed it. Like I, I had fun with it and on its own, it's fine. It's, yeah. it's a, it's a fun little uh, monster movie. Confidence the second time I watched it, there was uh, a group of 15 extremely loud black women in yeah, the front yeah. of the theater. And the whole theater went nuts. That's how we get down. Throughout bro. this whole thing. And that was the about best black women way to is watch it.
2: We, we immerse in a the theater, okay? We're going to talk to the screen. We're going to yell at that shit. We're going to tell you what, what the person in the movie, what to do every step of the way. If you don't do it, guess what? We mad.
3: I just, I, talking I love it. watching films with people because yeah. I I'm unfortunately one of those people that, that talks in, in, in movies a lot. I mean, if you, if you really hate that kind of stuff, I will, I will try to, I will definitely curb my tongue cause I'm polite. But if, uh, I usually prefer to have the movie watching experience be a group thing where people are, are, are talking about the film or, or discussing or riffing on it or anything like that. Yeah. That's how I got I through the color. It's of space. All about design. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, I love theaters. Like if the theaters ever went away, like that would take a big chunk out of my soul. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just, be weird. I'm just like worried. Like, I, I'm just really worried, man. I'm like
1: blockbuster when they took I'm, blockbuster away. Yeah, and I like, just, I was like blockbuster was like blockbuster was, like, was five percent, yeah.
2: five percent feel of walking into a movie theater, and it was just yeah. the, the walk in, the smell, the vibe. Like oh, it's movie time. Only thing he was missing was the rest of it. But, well, it's
3: also that, like, the nice thing about Blockbuster was that, unlike Netflix, out where there's a TV, limitation yeah. to, to like, how much they can have in their library, you could walk around Blockbuster and find hundreds of old movies yeah, that bro. you yep. just stumble across and be like, well, this looks interesting. Yeah, you could find shit you um, watched
2: back in the day that you didn't remember and, like, they had everything. You know? Yeah, just, right, you, with the to with her. the
3: advent of streaming, you kind of have to know what you're looking for.
2: Yeah. That's the downside. That's the, that's it's the not fun. Like it'll deter you from even watching anything. You'll like, I can't find oh. shit. What is this? And then you gotta pick a, a, a streaming service. Oh,
3: we go no, Prime, Netflix, Hulu. Click the categories. The streaming wars have started, my friend.
2: Yeah, man. And I, I kind of wish Disney wasn't involved in it at all. Um, moving on. I want to get into I don't know if I want to go to this color out of space thing or get into the rest of the entertainment rundown. Let's run down to, let's run down to entertainment because I feel like this color out of space so thing we can have some
3: fun with. Oh I, um, I want to so, hear what your opinion of it is.
2: I I am gonna say right now I had fun watching it. I love I love cheese factories. I love, the I color lo- out of space. I love cheese. I love I love cheese in the way. I love Nick Cage. Like, but anyway. Um Pete Davis. Pete Davidson, I was spell I've it Pete Davis. Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson, uh, Curtis's twin, has a like uh, has a new show coming out, bro. Like y'all, personalities are very similar too, bro. Yeah. Um He got a new show coming out called The Rookie, and I just think it's weird because like this
1: show's been out though. This
2: dude, like, well, he has a show yeah. out. My man, I coming oh, out, yeah. but um, it's just weird to me to, like, cause this dude is like really like sheltered, and you never really see him on nothing. But I brought it up because his style of acting is not really acting. And I think it's, it's not. dope it's as fuck that he just gets away with just pretty much being himself on camera. Um, <laughs> Bill Murray, man, <laughs> you know
1: what I'm saying, like, like a Bill Murray.
0: Murray.
2: Yeah, bro, like Bill It's 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 fire. But you haven't seen that that style of acting since Bill Murray. There's a few other guys back there. I don't want to say, but I think it's dope. Um, rumors of Quentin Tarantino making a Django and Zora movie. How y'all feel about this?
3: I mean, if Quentin Tarantino wants to do it, I have faith in everything he does. Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm gonna be the only. Per- I'm probably the only person that's that's said this, but I. After the last movie he made, I'm starting to feel like he's he's peaked.
2: Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
3: Yeah, There's I one hate movie,
2: Kennedy. Film. It's one movie. Uh, Everything uh, before well, again, that was fire. He had no fails. Like what? know? Havel Eight, right, fire. Man. Django, fire. Though Django was almost too much for me. You know, it's almost <laughs> too personal. Like, no, that's I, fair. I like really again, every there, there's
3: going to be like highs and lows. It's just like it's one of those things you know of like I've, I, I had never run into a movie of Tarantino's that I didn't like. It's one. Like, movie. I, I've you, enjoyed you, all. You of can't
2: them. give up on them yet. It's one movie. No, I'm I'm
3: I'm going to be a little more wary with Django and Zorro. That that'll work out. I mean, maybe maybe no, sure he'll have Antonio Banderas come back.
2: That would be hilarious. Hey Antonio bandera I just seen him in something random. I don't know what it was. but He still got it though. What the fuck was he watching? My girl, I think my doesn't girl, age. Though, right? She can always remember the movies. I can't. He just always looks the same and doesn't age. Yeah, like, but he still got he still got a little swag and in his, it's in his swaggy. Um, let's see, Tom Hardy. Another rumor, but I think this was. I think I. I think I. Um, I think I clarified this. One. I think I actually did a search on this one. Um, it's said to be Frankenstein in the new Blumhouse movie. Uh Lou Bloomhouse is, but uh Ted uh Tom Tom Holland.
1: Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, Hardy. Why was Tom Tom Hardy man. The
2: man Tom Hardy. I always bro- want to say Tom Holland. Um uh Lee Waddle the producer of Saul, is doing the Frankenstein movie. I love Frankenstein, the story. Tom Hardy's dope.
1: Tom Hardy's really good.
2: Bloomhouse is like eh, I don't know. Sometimes they get it right, sometimes they don't. And I'll give it a like, shot. I mean I'm hey, a big whole gross Robin
3: Hood. Say it again. I said it could be worse. It could be another Robin Hood. That Robin Hood was disgustingly terrible.
2: Which the, one? The shit There's been Jamie, like
3: six. The newest
2: of them. one, bro, with Jamie Foxx and I can't remember the main character. That shit was so bad. That was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. I say that a lot. Midsummer, to clarify, Midsummer is still the worst movie I've ever seen in my life, no matter how many movies I say is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life, okay? Anyway, Netflix. We got a few remakes, guys. Netflix. What are common. you doing over there? What are you doing? I do all Let's kinds of things. Let's see what Special K is doing. What are you doing? I on- do all kinds God of things. Damn it, Special K. Um, I do all
1: I gotta look busy at all times. Hey, no,
2: you don't. Oh, <laughs> there is a Mrs. Doubtfire series coming. I don't even want to spend much time on that. I don't know the network. I didn't write it down. I don't care. It wasn't even on the script I sent y'all. <sighs> because I'm pissed off. You don't remake anything Robin Williams did. Um, and, uh, can, yeah, I see a look on your face. What's up?
3: Didn't we get to that point where people are starting to acknowledge that that movie hasn't aged all that well, considering the connotations of it?
2: Yeah, bro. Um, it's fine. Though. I mean, like
3: back in the time when it came out, it was charming, but now it's like uh, it's mm, risky.
2: Yeah, bro. Like
3: uh, that, that's that's some the, that's some primo stalker vibes right there. Right? I, I think I, I
2: think it'll be fine with because it's, it's also so, going to be weird. Without, it's going to be a weird team. without Robin Williams, man. That's that's my problem. Don't do don't do his stuff. Don't do his stuff. Favorite Robin Williams movie?
3: Oh man, I um, um, Jack. You just said that. Think about it and say another. <laughs> one. <laughs>
2: this one said Jack. You said uh Jack. Oh no, my God, man! Cool, No, they just sound like the B.S. They uh, sound like torn. special K B.S. And okay, if that's your movie, that's your movie. I wasn't sure.
3: Uh, I'm <laughs> torn between the Birdcage and Aladdin. The
2: Birdcage and Aladdin. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, mine yeah, is What doing. Dreams May Come, and will always be What Dreams May Come. What Dreams May Come is in my top five movies, though. Beautiful fucking right. movie, I loved it. It was like the, my passion for movies. Like quintuple when I saw that. I was like, "This is fucking amazing." <sighs> it's dark. It's sad. It's happy. I cried. Oh, that- I laughed. I ate a sandwich. It was great.
3: I gotta. So I gotta ask you before you jump back in, because uh, I like we 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 touched oh, on it, but oh I wanted God. to get into a little there bit more go. detail. Oh of it. God, what did you think about the color out of space? We
2: all get into it. We gonna get into it. Okay, I I want to. Give me, okay. give me, give me two say, more because I, I, I know we're gonna spend some time on it. I know we're gonna spend some time on it because I want to spend time with Nick Cage. Um, I got two <laughs> more things. I got. Two, I got two more things. One all right, more thing, all right, actually, go ahead. just one. Um, no, two. Netflix is set to release uh another, another Charlie and Chocolate Factory movie, another remake of Charlie and Chocolate Factory.
1: Why not? Let's go again for it.
2: That's I don't I don't get that, but I'm i not I'm not I have no problem same, with it. At the same time, the only thing is Netflix is doing it. It might be fire. It might be Netflix honest. originals are the best entertainment on TV right now. There
1: are that. there are things I like from the first. I liked the first one the most, obviously. The first remake, I I mean I didn't like it, but there's things I did like from it. I, I'm not gonna
2: go. Just keep in mind for I for, every, for every
1: for
3: every Stranger them. Things that uh, they ha that Netflix has, you've got maybe three Neo Yokios.
2: <laughs> yeah, facts. This is true. This is true. But <laughs> just, just
3: this... remember, they're not they're not all hits.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's get into it, Kennedy, because you, you're excited and you're ready. Color out of space. Me and Kenny talked earlier this week, and I passed a message to Special K. He watched it. I'm proud of you Special K. High five. I watched it this thing. Usually, this motherfucker that watches shit I, I really actually watch? He just plays video games. You know, beat his meat. I don't uh, know what I'm he does working. in his spare time. I'm um, playing, and playing video you games. You beat your meat all the time, bro. I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm um, meat <laughs> <laughs> Beat that meat all that. Uh, Kennedy suggested color out of space with Nicholas Cage. It is an adaptation of H.P. Uh, Lovecraft story. Um. And I'm going to go first. King wants to know how I felt.
1: I'll go first. Get it. Get it, Jay.
2: It was absolutely ridiculous, first off. Start. Absolutely. But you're going to hate me for this. Um I felt the same way I felt about Pans Labyrinth like Cheese Factory, tried really hard, didn't really get it, but I was I enjoyed it, man. My I goodness. enjoyed it. Oh jeez. I enjoyed it. I felt like I felt like I was watching that old eighties movie, what is it with Tom Cruise? Like his first movie with the devil and shit, the Legend of something or like Legend, Legendary. Something like I felt like I was watching like an, an, a late eighties movie. But like the effects weren't all that good. Yeah, you know? yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, but I, I, I liked it. I, I liked it. Like well, Nicholas yeah, Cage. Because, and I'm gonna tell you why. It was Cheese Factory, guys. It was a cheese fucking factory. I'm not gonna call it a good movie, but I enjoyed Nicholas Cage because I always enjoy Nicholas Cage. The way he Always talks, the way Nicholas he delivers K. his words, he's so fucking. Something's wrong with the guy. Like, he has a problem.
1: Oh, there's definitely something wrong with Nicholas Cage. He's like,
2: holy shit. Holy, I never know if
1: he's like purposely holy acting
3: a like certain way or is that just how he acts?
2: Me and Cain kind of talked about that last night. We don't know, but. Oh, no. Oh, he
3: He's legitimately. Pretty off kilter. Like the dude, the the dude accepts pretty much any movie that he he's like that gets put actor, in front of him because he's in crippling debt for all of the ridiculous things he spent money on. Yeah. Um. Jeez. The special
2: effects were probably the worst part of the movie outside of dialogue. Um. Obviously. Um. The setting, the story was dope. Like, I mean, it's not an original story. The story was dope. The setting was dope. The movie could have been dope. Had no a chance. Um it started really well but it didn't really give you anything like it didn't give you nothing you didn't know why what how it was sporadic it was just i don't know it was it was a shit show but very entertaining if you just want to see some offbeat cheese factory and just want to be like what the hell am i looking at right now the fucking alpacas the alpacas, the fucking the alpacas. alpacas are the way Wait, of the when future. He drank
1: the milk from the alpaca.
3: <laughs> I was so confused why they even threw that in there.
2: Yeah, bro, listen. When he's like, "Oh,
3: you, you don't know like it. why? Because Nick Cage asked for it. This he is, wanted you to drink. Gotta, you, gotta, you, you want think? me to drink the milk? <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll do it, man. I've, I've milked it. It's right here. So I don't want
1: to
2: waste it. I can eat peach for hours. This whole Did f- you guys see me improv the milk on. drink?
1: And they're like, "You shouldn't have done that."
2: He came out the house like, <laughs> like, like. I, like the funniest part of the movie to me is that whatever the the alien shit was, it would have them raging out, and then last minute they would just agree
3: with each other. Dude, he was like, raging constantly. That movie it's just pissed
2: me off. <laughs> the movie was so funny; like I was entertained. I might watch it again just to <laughs> laugh. Like that was a pure comedy. It, it is
3: definitely like a ridiculous enough movie to to just riff on. It's yeah, like that it, kind of film. It's a good it classic. But... I don't know what color it was. Like I know, <laughs> like what the. F- like that, what are you doing? I've never seen this color the, before. I gotta, I gotta admit, man. Like the one thing about this movie is that I have been, I've been waiting for somebody to attempt a serious take on a Lovecraftian movie for a long time.
2: Yeah,
3: for for a for a Lovecraftian story because they're like Lovecraft is. I really dig those kinds of stories, but yeah. now here, here's the thing. Um, the the one thing that I will say about Lovecraft as an author is that he is. Delightful when it comes to descriptions Yeah Detail of, yeah. of strange things
2: I think that's where the movie the fucked up The moment someone put that across. opens
3: The moment mm. someone opens their mouth Total crap shoot Yeah, yeah. He Does not know how to <laughs> write dialogue Yeah, But I, I found this movie to be uh, Frustrating in a couple of ways Because There are glimpses of brilliance in this yep, film. It is. Little little tiny glimpses. Tiny like the yep. from a technical standpoint, like the the cinematography, the the sound design, the the like even the special effects lended to what they were going for. Cause this was a 12 million dollar movie. Yeah. So they Jesus. didn't have a lot of budget to work with. Um, but for
2: okay. for two million dollars for a, not a major release, i feel like that's fucking too much for that. i feel like i feel like they could to portrayed yeah. the story. Dude, these this kinds of films usually job. go
3: for thirty or forty. Yeah. Okay. But like well, the, I don't the know thing was is watches. that like the the special effects were inconsistent, but when they did the practical effects, those were phenomenal. Yeah. Like the like, like the
2: like the whale. Well, like there's this one the well, scene. Why do you like, feel about the whole well situation? I think the well thing was like predated as fuck. The whole everything with the will was like jim henson's creature feature shop type
3: deal i can i can get that but again they, they had a lot of practical effects going for it. the way that yeah. i would describe this movie is kind of like a cross between annihilation and slither yeah yeah um, slither
2: yeah so there was so there was fun
3: uh, like Weird. slither I, I i have a i have a i have a small like guilty pleasure about enjoying oh, Slither yeah, because Slither's, it's I, campy I like as Slither. hell but it, but the difference is, is that that movie Slither understands that it's stupid. Yeah. I don't feel like this movie understands Played it's stupid. Role.
2: See I don't know I, I was like 50 50 on that like part of it was like okay they knew what this was. Well like but the thing then is, is, the is other that 50 was like it's Nick Cage and they have no they wanted something else but they just could not
3: get it. Like it just. Well like uh, the, the thing was is that this was directed by the guy who did the Island of Dr. Moreau. Okay, so of course it's going to be batshit insane. Yeah, and and again, there there were moments in it where the one scares one. were legitimately good. Like I I was watching it with uh, three of my friends, and when we got to the shower scene with Nick Cage and that 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 thing of protoplasmic jelly, yeah, uh, all of us jumped. Like all of us were like, "Whoa!" Yeah, and we actually got like chilled by it. And there are, there are moments in this where the the pacing and the tone of it is spot on. Yeah. I just really wish that any of the characters, aside from the hydrologist, were likable. Yeah. Also, Chong was great too. Yeah, um I
2: mean, He doesn't have to do anything. He just put him in a movie, let him say words, him, yeah. and it's fire. Kennedy. But like, he, even even Kennedy, he got before a you great keep going, scare before you keep going. Get... Let me get. I want to get Special K's initial reaction Bef- before we dig deep because this is going to dig. Like, I want to know you favorite scenes, the worst scenes to you. I want to know all that. Special uh, K, your initial uh, reaction.
1: My initial reaction to it was it started out like a decently like, good movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then when, like, after the whole entire meteor came down and the weird stuff started happening, I just felt so lost and confused. And I was like, why are they doing this? And then when you'd see, like, just the whole idea of the characters molding into each other and, like, the alpacas molded. And when you saw them, it just got weirder and
3: weirder. Yeah. And I didn't know what we were going for. I had no idea this was the whole Yeah, there was nothing show. to catch I'd... on to. <laughs> that's yeah. that's the thing though, like that. I, I would say, like mind. in terms of We're emulating doing, a Lovecraftian yeah, well, story, yeah. spot on. Like that's the you're supposed to feel that kind of confused and yeah. estranged on what's going to happen. The uh, but I will say that like in Act Two, it was it's about a half hour too long. Yeah, in my yeah. It, yeah, at, easy. By the by, Act Two, you're like, why are you continuing to do this sort of thing? Bro, that there, whole ending—the
2: of... whole ending was like—we're just looking at light for four minutes.
1: So much. And like, what? It's intense, like, but like, it's why like, why are we doing this?
2: Like, why? why color is this?
1: I never seen before.
2: What, what? 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 If you had to take a good scene, the most effective scene for you, what is it? Both of you, whoever goes first.
3: I yeah, I would personally crazy. say the shower scene. Yeah. Okay. It's it's. It's a great representation of everything that's happening in this, but not having a total understanding of what's going on. You know that he's making a, a, like a big mistake going into the room. And then when he sees something like totally alien come in, just masterfully executed with its, with its pacing, the editing, the cinematography. Like, I, I had a problem with the editing in general, because, again, yeah. the the there's a lot of moments in this where it's very wildly inconsistent, like between the dialogue, between uh, the writing and just some of the characterizations where like Nick Cage would swing between being completely, totally rational to I'm suddenly Donald Trump portrayed by Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yeah. He was bugging. I told you that. Holy
2: shit. He kept saying, Holy shit. And I just laughed every time.
3: And I'll be honest. I was kind of bummed (laughs) out by Nicholas Cage's freak out in his car. It was just like, eh, six out of 10
2: yeah bro it was He's had some good freak that's outs. one that's thing he usually one. can do the freak out yeah like that freak the he was punching the roof out. like come on Nick get out of the car and hurt something like flail a little more
3: get a little more angry in that voice special, oh.
2: do you have a favorite scene Yeah, but like I if the if the, the if these characters
3: scene, were like likable and enjoyable they'd be great it would be a lot better the a best, lot character, stronger the best you... character
2: got melted but I want to get there because but what best scene for you most effective scene.
1: I'm not even, my most effective scene that really let me go with how like weird this was, was when they both the two kids looked down the well, and he heard like a dog bark and he got in the well and all I'm thinking is why would you ever do this in this scenario? Yeah, yeah. you were like playing your part as the brother who was just staying good, <laughs> and you're like oh it's only gonna take two minutes let me check the well that is the grossest yet scariest looking well ever because yeah, you heard a dog that. bark. Fuck that shit, bro.
3: No, it's not gonna happen. Like a big. A big thing about those kinds of things, you have to either you have to find a balance between it being, oh well, this is just terrible writing to oh no, he's legitimately losing his goddamn mind.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh, uh, because in of- that moment of attachment, yeah, like that that made sense to me. But then there's other scenes where like they spend like 20 and 30 minutes saying, We gotta get out of here. Yeah. We gotta get out of here. Yeah. And they're like, then go. Yeah, just Fuck, leave my walk friend. out. I, I mean, you it's there's nothing stopping you.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, the most effective scene for me, bro, is just after the mom and the kid got melded together, all the moans and the grossness, and I think it was more That's so, so weird. the kid, oh. bro. Like, that gave me creepy creeps, bro. I thought like, the kid was going to be safe creep- the whole movie. And like, mo- that happened. The moaning what? was, like, kind of cheesy, but, like, to see how gross they looked and, like, to think, like, when you heard the kid say, Daddy, like, that shit kind of fucked with me. Like, that was, ugh, I ain't like that too much. That that kind of gave me the creeps, that gave me the willies. The worst scene, the most random and, like, that just didn't need to be there. It was when the mom and when Nick Cage and the wife are driving down the road and that fucking alien pops out like wow! Oh, like, the cat! <laughs> and then you just never see it again. You just never yeah. see it again. Like why? You just see the. And they're that? like,
3: all right, I guess that was happening. Like is so move is, this on. Whole, is this whole thing about aliens
2: or is the radiation? Like there could have been more of that or like what that could well, they like they they do they a really good job.
3: Just, They do a really good job explaining it with when uh, Chong's character in the shack, you have that like really creepy recording and he's sitting there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Completely gone. And when you start finally seeing the next stage of it like that, that explanation was so good and so very effective and how creepy it is. Yeah, yeah. Because the thing that I do appreciate about this movie is that they, they do a great job keeping you off balance. Yeah, you have no just, idea how to conceptualize and 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 this thing.
2: Yeah, as I said, there's nothing to grab onto. There's like,
3: nothing to grab onto, and that's 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 by that's by choice. Yeah, that's on purpose. Yeah. Not necessarily but a bad again, thing, the, the, right? the dialogue kind of keeps it from getting anywhere sensible. Because like the only the one character in the whole movie who I I knew like had his, a good head on his shoulders and knew what he was talking about was the hydrologist. Yeah. And there's a point in the movie where he tests the water. And the, the the pH strip melts in his hand, and yeah. he says, Well, I guess I better suggest to them, don't drink the water. Not, I am calling the CDC, yeah, we have well, a crisis.
2: Like, like it just, it, it was like, it was all incomplete. It's like, All right, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this, nah, we're not doing this anymore. Next scene. We're doing this. Uh, man. Nope, next scene. Let's just yeah. Like, let's just,
3: the, let's try this next scene. The key scene. problem with it was just inconsistency of quality. Yeah, that kept it from being like truly good. Like, like right, it had, for, it had this, all
2: the elements. It, like
3: it, it's fun and stupid, and it's got some like glimpses of of really legit good horror. But it's not. I wouldn't say that it's like a particularly good film. It is a fun film, though.
2: Yeah, it is fun. It's like I said. Oh, I fun. I enjoy watching it. Like I was. I was there looking at Nick Cage. That fucking scene, another bad scene when he raged out and shot all the alpacas. Man, that shit was hilarious. The the alpacas
3: thing was just
2: fucking out. We came out and I was like, you didn't move the alpacas? I bet you didn't even feed them, did you? And he's like, why are you so mad about these alpacas, bro? They're still in the yard. Like, what's your issue, bro? What is your issue, though? He raged the fuck out, bro. Well, you got to remember, like <laughs> during that
3: during the movie, he's supposed to be experiencing the the pressure of madness, like kind of like The Shining or, yeah, yeah, or things like that. Yeah. Where like that that high pitched squeal, which I really yes. legitimately hated, but yeah. all the other sound design was was fantastic. The uh, like him him like experiencing the smell and having it like affect every single aspect of him. It was interesting that you could never tell when they were crazy, but none of these people I ever felt like they had a familial connection with one another. Cause they all like yeah. acted like such such snippy little bitches. Fix the, the dash! Fix the dash. Fix
2: He was so mad about those tomatoes. Bro, that movie is hilarious. Like,
3: yeah, it's like, Every- slam dunk! <laughs> <laughs> like the
2: way he took a bite out of all of them so fast. Like at first yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? I want to know where he, he
1: got that? all of them from. Because he, you see him pick, like, five to six tomatoes. And then while he's talking, the girl's talking to him. He's just dunking, like... So many. But yeah, he's like,
2: boom! Yeah, bro, he, boom, he only boom. bit, like, four or five. <laughs> yeah. But he was dunking Yeah, but they all
3: tasted them. the same. And, like, because, uh, like, he had that weird sense of smell and taste going on with him. Yeah, the, everything... can, the
2: cancer smell. He said it was the, the cancer in the hospital smell. Yeah. Listen. Oh. But, like, if you want
3: to... If, if y'all just tuning honest, in, like, man.
2: If y'all just tuning in, FBS hey, Havel Day Special K with Kenny Phillips. We were talking about Color Out of Space. Man, continue, Kenny. Sorry, it's just watch it. Like it the, Cage I, I would
3: say out go. of all the other Lovecraftian movies that I've seen, um, I would compare this, this a lot fire. towards Thanks, uh, the Reanimator. In that terms of like campy silliness, but the I thing about I've the difference between the, the, the Reanimator and the Color Out of Space it. is that the Reanimator yeah. understands completely that it's a silly movie. I don't know if I've seen that.
2: Let me write it. every. I feel like every episode I got
3: to write. An animator.
2: Of, every episode I had to write down something to watch, bro. <laughs> um,
3: but like, if you want, if you want, like a movie that that manages to effectively get across what the color out of space is doing in terms of like uh, a malicious entity that you don't know what it's going to do next. Yeah. Um. But but pair it with the the writing and the pacing that it deserves. I recommend watching fourteen oh eight. Oh, fortunately, it's fire. Uh, the uh, hotel room. Oh wait, it's the it's, John Cusack, the one with John yeah, Cusack the and Samuel mm-hmm. Jackson.
2: Because that I, that film, like that film,
3: fire. is is pitch perfect for me in terms of that kind of horror. But like, I I will always why be a sucker do? for films that are really crazy or have like this absolutely ludicrous concept. Yeah,
2: those are my favorites. I'm just
3: I'm just fascinated and want to learn more about it. That's why I got I got so attracted to Annihilation when it first came out. Yeah.
2: Like, I, I I try to stay away from, like, I, I really don't, I watch anything, but I'm going to pick the movie that's furthest from real life over everything else. Because it's like, I don't want to see something I, I either been through, went through, talked to a friend about, like, why do I want to see the everyday shit when I can watch something that's just out of this fucking world? You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, it, it's, it's better than that way. but... I would suggest Color of Space* to all the movie junkies. Like, if it's a absolutely, must, it's like a you, must see
3: for. If you love riffing movies, if you love seeing Lovecraft like, stuff, see
2: just to see it something appalling. Just I would to, tell people see it just to see it. I, like, see.
3: What the we've fuck been I we've like been smashing on this thing, but by far, this is one of Nicolas Cage's like better movies in the last decade.
2: Yeah, I've seen every Nicolas Cage movie that's ever released, and yeah.
3: I'm sorry. No, bro, I brought with Nick Cage. That, hey, listen, that has been bro. a rough that has been a rough ride. I hey, know it's been a
2: great time. So you bro, I fuck with Nick Cage, bro. He's hilarious to me. Every every scene's a laugh. Like it's a it's 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 a pleasantry for me to like watch Nick Cage do his thing. Like it was a movie with him and like he had a family, he was married, and like something happened in the air or something, and all the parents went crazy. The kids are fine, but all the parents lost their mind and were, like, violent and ragey, and it is hilarious. I, I can't think of the name. I if I figure out the name of it, it came out last year. If I figure out the name of In it, I case? will send it to you. Oh, Listen, boy. If we talking about Niggas Cage 2019 movies, it's going to be him and a chick on the front cover, and they're going to look pissed off. Listen, it is fake. Kenny, you got to watch it. I'm going to figure out the name you got to watch it. You're going to laugh your ass off, bro. It's funny. It's just funny. If
3: you find the name of it, I'll, I'll, I'll give Angry it a shot. Angry Nick Cage...
2: Nick Cage trying to be seriously angry is fucking hilarious, dog. That shit is funny. I I, I enjoy it. But y'all yeah, gotta check this movie out. Um another movie suggestion. I usually have a bunch of suggestions.
1: Dude, he came out with so many movies 2019. Yeah, Never well, Cage and everything. Yeah,
2: you just heard him say he was in debt buying dinosaur heads and shit. Um
1: That's ridiculous. I have, like I, I have, one, I have one
2: movie suggestion that I kind of forgot was even a thing, it snuck up on me on Amazon Prime, me and my lady watched it. Um and it is i guess a sequel to the shining and it's doctor sleep oh yeah Dr. i haven't sleep. seen
3: that yet i've been meaning to
2: i enjoyed it i don't i haven't watched it in a rating from a rating perspective i just was watching it for like i need every scene to appeal to me like i watch in sections so mm-hmm. but from beginning to end satisfied everything came together um all the twists and turns were dope every reference to the old movie was perfect the ending was perfect it it was one of those movies that passed the torch if you know what it's I mean, good like, yeah, it's, it's one of those movies that pass the keep torch. So lit. like the kid from the first one was grown in this one. And of course there's a new kid. They passed the torch perfectly. The kid, the new kid in the movie, never seen her. She was dope. The connect. It was, it was, it was good. I, I liked it. Right. And it well. wasn't like an amazing grand movie. It was just a good movie. Well done. Story. Well played. Cinematics done. Like it's good. I liked it. I enjoyed it very much. Um, another suggestion I could make: The Outsider just ended. Season finale just passed, and goddamn, oh, yeah, you're going crazy about it. You're oh was my the... god! If y'all watched The Outsider, looky here. Go top
1: one of the top season finales <laughs> ever.
2: Hey, spoiler alert! I don't care, y'all. Spoiler alert! But you ain't seen this many people die in the season finale in your life.
3: Even more than like Game of Thrones, like The Red Wedding. God, man. I don't know, man. Uh, if I remember, the series finale of Six Feet Under, everybody died.
2: See, I didn't watch that. I didn't watch that. But I, I heard a lot about it. It was one of those, like, one of those. Is that one of those army joints?
3: No, no, no. That's that. That was an HBO series about uh, a gay couple running a funeral home. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. I
2: might check that out. Everybody dies too. Okay. 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 I'm gonna check that out. Um, um. Since we've been talking about gay people, who's the dopest gay character that you've ever seen? Dopest gay character in a movie. We gonna wrap, let's wrap up the entertainment with that. Wait, what? The dopest gay character.
3: Oh, God. Scott Pilgrim's roommate. Oh, that's oh wow. That's yeah. Wallace. Boy. Wallace, by far. Wallace is good.
2: All right. I got to go with. uh, Fuck. I had two. What was the other one? Oh, it's either Lafayette from True Blood. Or the, Lafayette
1: from True Blood's good too. Or, 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 or,
2: or the Dean in Community. The Dean in Community, bro, is funny as shit. Look at that kitty cat. Look at that cat ass on camera. He put his ass up. Hello, everybody. I'm cat ass. No name of your cat, Cat-Ass. I don't know his name, but he's Cat-Ass from now on. Hey, Cat-Ass. He's going to get down is. at some point. Cat-Ass. Uh, no, it's fine, bro. Let your Dude, cat I'll... hang out. People won't see. It's all these damn cat lovers out here. They'll probably they're probably get us a thousand more views. Um,
1: I would steal Wallace. That's dope.
2: You can't steal one, bro. You got to find one. You got to find uh, one. I... <laughs> God damn it, Special Cat. I didn't know this was coming, We didn't take all the good ones. Me either, man. Me either.
1: Me either. And you said Lafayette was just such a good one because he was such a badass, hey, Lafayette too.
2: was a G. He was kind of aggressively gay, dude, at times, but he was a G, though.
1: I'm trying to think of a, a female, like, so I could be on birth. Oh perspectives, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: It's hmm. not coming to me. I can't think of none, though. It's just hard to remember names, of people.
1: Oh, the chick from Deadpool. The uh, uh, uh what's her name? There were the two X-Men characters.
2: Are you talking about uh, 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 uh? uh fuck. I can't. But she
1: had the short hair. Teenage
2: her... nuclear warhead or some yeah. shit. What's her name? I don't know if she is like a, but they always played the joke on it, and it, Deadpool killed it the whole something time. Something stupid like that. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. I just wanted to know, guys. Um, we are going to wrap it up. Would you rather, Special K? You got? Would you rather? I got two. good ones. K, you going to participate in the Would You Rather's with us? We're going to do the Would You Rather's and a Thought of the Day I right, always do. I don't really have a Thought of the Day. I might just tell you how to smoke more weed or something silly, but you know, we'll see what happens. Would you rather, Special K? Uh, would you
1: it. rather have metallic skin or uh, glow in the dark?
2: Is it, is it metallic, like metal texture? Like, like
1: kind of like a metal shine. Can I defect bullets or am I just shiny? You're just shiny. You don't do anything other
2: than shine. I don't want to glow because I want to be able to sleep. I'll take the metallic. I don't want to be shiny either, though.
1: Or just an awkward shiny, like all the time.
2: I had to go with metallic, bro. I,
3: I, can't, I don't want to glow at night. That's terrible.
2: Kennedy, what'd what you go?
3: Kennedy. All right, is this a thing that you turn on and off or now? It's just forever. You're always oh, metallic. But, uh, or yeah, metallic uh, then because that. I yeah. I just imagine nightlight, yeah, bro, really like, aggravating. Fucking. Plutonium also, you don't man. know what I you don't know the kind of business I have at night. I'd I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> be discreet. Son, he's a
2: cat burglar.
3: Cat he's
1: a cat burglar.
2: Hence the cat ass. I
1: will glow. I'm down to glow. I'll just go to clubs and stuff, and I. And there's that like,
2: yeah, guy that glows. You just live in the club, yep. bro. You'll be You'll be a god in rage. Yeah. Oh, there's real. They just call me glow. All the it's females the be right. going home with you, and the guys too. Shit. <laughs> go
1: ahead. All right. Would you rather be uh, an expert uh cliff climber or a deep sea diver? Would you rather go up a paw or deep down in the water?
2: I'm gonna go deep sea diver. It's more dope shit in the ocean.
3: I'd rather go just wild to the ocean. Just to see all this cool shit. I'd I'd probably go for deep sea diver, unfortunately. Uh I would have to like if in a perfect world, like go deep sea diver, but I'd have to go cliff climber because uh, I can't I can't be underwater further than five feet without destroying my hearing. Oh jeez. Oh,
2: yeah. Well, we'll, well, we'll have some preventive maintenance for that if you're a deep sea I, I can't
3: even snorkel. Like you put me in like a deep sea diving suit, the pressurized one, sure. D- deep yeah. sea diving all the way. Yeah.
2: Okay. I got I got one. Random off the cuff might not be nah, good. good. Nah, might be good. For good. It, I don't Jay. give what a we got, shit. And Kenny, if you got one, would you rather off top of the dome? Bring it on. Um would you rather only be able to watch TV as an only Netflix series for the rest of your life? Okay. Yeah. Or be like and that's all you got. Just Netflix originals. Whatever the fuck they air, that's what you're watching. In Spanish, that fucking Turkish shit they be dropping, all that. It's all you got. Or would you be stuck listening to one genre of music, your least favorite genre of music for the rest of your life?
1: I watch Netflix. 'Cause I don't wanna hear th- I don't wanna hear things or watch it.
2: I don't want to hear things, watch it.
3: Kennedy. <laughs> I gotta go with the music. Go with the music. music. Yeah, like I, again, I'll I, I'll listen to anything instrumental. But I, if I'm gonna be if if I have to choose between uh, limiting my gamut of things that I can watch and be listening to country music for the rest of my life, I'll take the country music.
2: <laughs> That's your least favorite. <laughs> Heavy metal is my least favorite. I probably
3: die. Only, only problem, only problem I'll have with that is that if they end up putting all the 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 score in movies all being country music, that would just really ruin the experience for me.
1: That'd be That's always, sad. always that kind of
2: hurt, bro. The idea of that kind of hurt me a little bit. Dude,
1: I actually had a. Uh, would you rather like I, that was the mic I was gonna write down? Would you rather give up movies or give up just shows? Like if you had to give up movies or shows, like you can only watch movies from now on, or you can still, or
3: you can only watch like series. Fuck. And never I'd, watch a movie again. I
2: probably go movies.
3: Where you can only watch. I'd movies go again. series. In series. I I'd probably go movies. I, I have more time to watch series. <laughs> but if all I right, think, I got one for you. I got one for you. I think movies is
2: is beginning and beginning and I got conclusions. I ain't gotta fucking sit there. Yeah. But
1: unopened questions.
3: Would you rather be allergic to sugar or allergic to spice?
2: Mm, like all spices, like salt, pepper, all that shit. Fuck. Yeah. I'm allergic to sugar. Yeah, I might have to go sugar too, bro. Cause if I can't I like season spice. a burger, get the fuck out of town. Like I can't have tacos. So I gotta put sugar in a taco. I'm like, uh uh-uh. oh No, fuck that shit. No, yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: my my unfortunate thing is that like I, I uh I can't I can't eat sugar no more, so I gotta be careful about that kind of thing. So I've been going all spice. Yeah. Yeah. Um nice. But like they put they put sugar in everything, man. Yeah, bro. Like you, can't... you got sugar in freaking clamato juice. Like even the shit that's not
2: uh-huh. sweet has some <laughs> level of sugar juice. in it. But even the sweet shit got some level of like you know sodium. If you want to consider like salt because they're a spice. Um, I don't think I got any more. Let me see. Let me think. Uh, recap: We talked about the color out of space. We talked about people watering fake plants for a long time. We talked about how to be different. In society, we out forcing it down society's throat in so many ways. Um, What else did we talk about, guys? Oh, Just Lord. Nicolas Cage. We talked about the dab. Kennedy did a pretty clean dab, I will say. We also talked about the history of the dab. Um, Oh, I didn't shout you guys out. Um, Our podcast downloads have been kicking up at a crazy pace this past two months. Keep it really? Really? Literally like we're not we haven't won a day without several. Um, but we're up like we we beat last month by more than a hundred downloads now. And it's literally only ten days into the month. I don't know nice. where it came from, I don't know what happened, but we love y'all for it. Right. Thank you, Kennedy. You're always supportive. You're always one of the ones that tell us that we have a really good show <laughs> that we have a really great well, nice. Very a nice. Really Very well nice. done show. He says a lot, like he always says we have a well done show. Um was one of those people kind of motivate me when i was kind of down about everything just like willing to be like fuck it but yeah thank y'all man whoever's listening wherever y'all listening we appreciate it If y'all sure got, got time ready. leave leave a review for us let us know what y'all think we're always up for advice um we here and thank you once again but thought of the day for me is i don't really have one so what i'm gonna say is be friendly be nice and be a good it, person um, and I'll also say, smoke more weed.
1: My thoughts on that lid that lid we just me and Jay during this episode drank a Warhead's uh a, it's a Warhead's Joan soda. Yeah, it was delicious. And on that cab, it says prepare for zombies. So that's my uh advice.
2: Hey, you know, you got the coronavirus coming on. You know what's next? <laughs> zombies, prepare for zombies. zombies are next. Get your guns, get your machetes, you know, fortify and build something. You know what I mean? All right, because it's pandemonium it. out here. Listen, just you wash do, your goddamn hands and, you, you
3: know. You could do mind. that or you could just wash your fucking hands for yeah. once in your goddamn life. Wash your life. hands man.
2: your goddamn business. And, you know, don't be making out with strangers. You know, just pretty much use common sense.
3: and Dude, oh world needs to start washing their hands. Actually, also, thing. disinfect your phone.
2: Oh, facts. Your phone we all has poop. more germs on it too. than your
3: toilet. Yeah, because we all poop. With. Disinfect we your all, phone.
2: Our phone goes everywhere with us. You know what I'm saying? Um but to finish off my thought of day, since I was really interrupted by these two Caucasian man, it was stuff to say. God, guys. Caucasian I wasn't even finished, you fucking piece of of here. ass. Uh, I love you too. But, uh, but nah, man, just, just be a dope person, guys. I know I say it's a lot. Be a dope person. Say something nice like to somebody. If somebody says something you don't like on Facebook, don't fucking ream their ass. It's their opinion. Just don't be a dick. Me you know and we out of here, bro. FNBS podcast. Hey, Will a special K. K. Kennedy. Thank you for stopping by? Let them know where you at, where they can yeah, see you, uh, what you're you working find, on.
3: You could find me uh, on on Facebook, on Twitter uh, as uh, Kennedy Phillips. That's two, uh Kennedy like the president. Phillips like the screwdriver. So two L's two L's. Um, I spell with
2: one sometimes. So what? it's fine. Don't judge me.
3: Uh, you could also mm-hmm. find me on Twitter and Instagram as Magus Serling. M-A-G-U-S-S-E-R-L-I-N-G. Uh, and you can yep. find little factoids about sound design and other things like that. And I'm. Educate yourself. Educate yourself. Um, and if you want to see my audio drama, you can go and go to maguselgar.com. Yeah. It's available wherever audiobooks are sold and wherever pods are cast. Yeah. Uh, you can also find my work at uh, uh, on Hasbin Hotel. If you uh, look it up on YouTube, H A Z B I N Hotel or hell of a boss H-E-L-L-U-V-A-B-O-S-S
2: all great content guys check out all that shit all that shit is great content not just saying it because I think he's a friend of the show but the shit is fucking dope content
3: I'm just saying thank you very much
2: Kennedy and thank Keep you for thank you for coming Special K thank you for coming you piece of fucking Thanks, sir. dog shit I hate you man you're a piece of crap To too bro hey Will J, Special K Kennedy Phillips we out this bitch man y'all have a good one and thank y'all for coming until next you're week well. bye bye
3: got him Yay. good times good stuff all right don't want some good music yeah vibe out and cheat.